Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Cordell Riley. Hello, welcome to Training Unleashed. I am your host, Cordell Riley. My pleasure to welcome you in today. Have a very, very exciting talk. Uh, this uh, guest today is actually somebody I met last year out at a speaking engagement. So it's my pleasure to have Michelle Gagan on the phone with us today. Michelle, welcome. Thank you, Cordell. I appreciate the invite. So, Michelle, do me a favor tell the group a little bit about yourself, who you're with, what you do, and all those great things. Sure. So I am actually a trilingual multi-industry solutions pioneer in organizational change, learning design, and collaborative education. Right now, all of those uh, skills work in conjunction with a position as an e-learning designer. I'm also a recruiter, and I handle the international accounts for Coffee News, which is a franchisor of a good newspaper. Say that title again. What, what are you, Michelle? <laughs> I well with Coffee News I am an instructional designer, but what goes into that is many languages because I work with a lot of countries, including Spanish and Portuguese. I worked with multi industries, so everything from candles to chemistry. And in most cases I'm hired because there's some sort of change that people want to see and they bring me in to uh make a uh make a change to make something a little messy, nice and clean and produce the results they're looking for. To facilitate change. Awesome, mm -hmm. awesome. Michelle, you just wrapped up a degree, if I'm correct, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I get a master's in education with a focus on learning facilitation. You know, myself, I'm a, I'm a proponent of lifelong learning. I never think that we should stop. It's not once you finish high school or college or whatever it is, we can all Absolutely. keep learning. You're certainly a testament to that, so congratulations again. Well, I thank you. And I was actually going to bring that up in our call about how we are, are supposed to lead with learn, like we never stop learning even in our jobs. Yeah. If we don't do that, we're probably not doing our jobs. <laughs> so, Michelle, obviously, as we were preparing for this, as you know, we were talking about some things that we thought might have relevance or interest to our group. And one thing that you shared with me, first of all, you shared a lot of things that were interesting <laughs> to me. But one in particular, and I'm going to see if I'm going to say this slowly to see if I get it right. Okay. That you talked about a one of the benefits as we relate to training is being the directly indirect influential trainer. What is, what does that mean? Well. <laughs> All of us um, have seen our roles um, evolve over time. And for some of us, it may be wearing more hats than others. But we had more than a job in just teaching inside the classroom. Generally, we're part of the organizational change, working with a lot of managers who um, may have distinct views on how to do things. So sometimes we also act as, as a uh, mediator. So I have found a way to um, assist with change without stepping on toes and making all of the individual managers think they came up with a bright idea. And so it's a way of teaching upper-level man managers in, or actually the people you work with as well, but it works really well with upper-level management in a very direct, focused way, but indirect that they don't even know what's going on. So I hope you won't share this with your boss or with mine, because <laughs> then he'll discover my little secret. <laughs> So can you share a little more there of what some of those ways are? Sure. Can you so give us a little it's, insight there? It's simple. And um, it's called the retrospective wall. And what that means or what it includes, all you need is some sort of surface to put uh, either a whiteboard or the little big, you know, the big post-it notes and put them on your wall 
um, with specific information of something you're trying to do or have been asked to do, and you just leave it there forever until you no longer need it. And let me give you some examples of how that works. Um, there's several different methodologies that I use to come up with a solution that other managers think they've thought of themselves. And by using this, they actually end up using it themselves um, in the future. But one of the things I've used is called um, like a, a, a balancing loop. And you can find more information in this book called System, Systems Thinking Basics. Um, and basically what that does, it shows a cause and effect. So I will hear information or have a concern or something that I feel needs change. And before telling anyone, I just throw it up on the wall using this technique that can be found in the book. And what that does is it just becomes part of my decor. And as people come in and they're waiting for me to get off the phone or they're just talking to me and they turn around um, or they come in to have lunch with me, they go, oh, what's that about? And so that gives me a talking point when people are generally relaxed or just curious to talk about my idea. And each part of these uh, little techniques, and I'll give you another one I use, there's a space for people to, to put down what they don't like about it. <laughs> and what that helps is it, it, they don't sign their name to it. They just leave it on the paper. And then the next person that comes in, they go, oh, what's that? And then they see what someone has said, and then they give their feedback. So by the time I'm ready to present something or a concept, it's, even, it's either already sold or, by, or when I go into the meeting, I have every single naysayer already saying yes, and then there's no, um, it's, been, it's been tweaked and better so that there's no one saying, no, that's not a good idea. It's already ready to go by the time I get to a meeting. Training Unleashed is brought to you by Total Training, specializing in e-learning and interactive online training solutions for corporate, government, nonprofit, and franchise organizations. Total makes effective training easier. Just go to Tortle.net to gain access to real-world tools that can make a difference. That's Tortle.net, T-O-R-T-A-L, Tortle.net. The retrospective wall, was that the, the term? Yes, that's what I call it. And I, I'm very blessed right now that I have, um, because I speak all these languages and I do a lot of uh, video conferencing, I have my own space with a closed door so i have right now if i took pictures i have a whiteboard actually two whiteboards and a couple post-it sticky notes with different things i have going on and one of my boards have actually been up here for about two years now and i'm actually starting to see things happen that's on my board without the people around me even knowing it hmm. so michelle first that sounds very interesting is can you give me us an example or something that you've done that directly ties this back to something you've been working on from a training perspective with and I guess it doesn't have to be sure. too specific, but tie this back to training for me. If you can, I can see this having broad application with a lot of different things. Yeah, and I should explain that most of my work um, when doing organizational change is very sales focused. So people bring me in to kind of redo or reorganize a sales force or sales concept. So um, in most of my examples, after I've done this, I have about a hundred percent increase in sales um, within a year to three years. So one of those examples was um, an organization where they had um, some scientific people as managers trying to sell. They had customer service people um, also on the phone with no training. They had a lot of um, IT situations that weren't set up to be successful. And I think many trainers who especially work in sales have recognized that there's the sales training for the individual person and then there's the side of maybe the mess behind the scene that doesn't help the salespeople be um, successful and that's where the system came into play because it was the internal systems that we tweaked that really helped 
actual individuals blossom in their sales roles. So I had this on my wall, and over time, people would give me their naysays of why that wouldn't work until on my wall it showed that it worked because I got everyone's opinion. So again, it goes back to the collaborative learning. I'm teaching people how to solve their problems. And then someone took that project into their wall and he was the head of the operations for that particular organization. Oh, that's awesome. So Michelle, I want to go back to something you said as part mm-hmm. of that, because one of my big things, and I think probably a lot of the people on our, our talk here is being able to measure results and link training to business objectives. And I just heard you talk about a hundred percent increase in sales, which is huge. I think you said over a three year time period, but yeah. being able to measure, link it back to something that's core to the business and certainly sales are probably going to be core to most business. When you have numbers and measures like that, what does that do for training inside of an organization? I bet that gets management's attention when you can talk about things like that. Can you talk about, you know, ROI and being able to link it to business results and what that does around training? Sure. And there's, there's the, the ROI is really important because um, the numbers are great. But if you still have a bunch of people who are naysayers who aren't on board in the first place, it doesn't matter how good those numbers are, they may not still be happy. Like, they be okay with the numbers, but they're not happy with you. So if you want both of those things, you could go back to the retrospective wall that does exactly what you say. There's a, a system called um, rubrics that will allow you to define what you mean by a sales volume. For So you'll be very specific, but you don't define it. Everyone in your organization defines what a good quality salesperson is. And then at certain steps, there's a beginning person, a median, or a more advanced, then you know those steps. But all of those steps are um, connected at each phase to where the money comes. So Michelle, you've talked a lot about management and getting buy-in. You've said some great things, but I'm, I just want to go back because I think this is so important. I want to make sure our audience gets it because one thing that I hear quite often is that, you know, I'm a training person inside this organization you know, I don't have a seat at the table. People really don't believe in training, but mm-hmm. it sounds like you have some processes, obviously, to get management buy-in, how you link it to ROI. Can you just maybe bring all this together and just talk about that? Because I want to make sure. sure everybody gets in. How do you get management's buy-in? Well, <laughs> they, they may not want your initiative, but they want something. So once you figure that out, you could actually use another solution for my um, retrospective wall which is called the polarity and basically it has the two things that they that you the one thing that you want and the one thing they want and when you show them on a board whatever that is because you're trying to get buy-in um then you're allowing them to give you the i like this but i don't like that it it goes back to the communication (laughs) um without it being a you versus me so this polarity map when you throw something on the wall doesn't make it about you to it it comes it's it starts uh, elaborating on the solution versus what my opinion and what your opinion is. So if you um, read this book called Polarity Management, Identifying and Managing Unsolvable Problems, that would really help anyone who's really struggling with how to get someone convinced to an idea because it really is about convincing them an idea. It's about um, hitting all the bullets that they're so un- they have a lot of concern about in a way that is not going to threaten them or make them feel like um, – like they're going to lose something from it or something they've worked so hard. So I really recommend doing some of these systems. And if you don't have a wall and you don't want to do it in the way that I do it, at the very least, look at the book and think about how you could implement something like this. And I encourage anyone who hears this, if you even have a better idea from my better idea, I would love to hear it. 
And I've done a lot of research, even um, not the white papers, because I'm looking for impartial people, um, to tell me what their experiences have been with some of these projects um, using these type of uh, mapping systems. And I can't find anything. And I think it's just just uh, recently been brought into training because there's so much emphasis on bringing out the ROI. Um, I would love to hear back from folks who've had some success or no success with something like this. We're so glad you're listening to this episode of Training Unleashed, brought to you by Tortal Training. The difference between Tortal Training and other online training companies is we're primarily a training company with technology rather than a technology company that does training. Want to find out more? Just go to tortal.net. That's T-O-R-T-A-L, tortal.net. You've shared some books, some references. Can you just do those once again so everybody can take those notes down? Somehow we'll put that up on the screen as well. But you can you just share those references again that people should so do you want, I can do the title, um, the title and then the authors for Perfect. both of them, okay? Yep. So one book is The Systems Thinking Basics. From Concepts to Casual Loops, it's from Virginia Anderson and Lauren Johnson. And the other book is Polarity Management, Identifying and Managing Unsolvable Problems by Barry Johnson. And each book is under $30. So, Michelle, thank you. We, you and I could keep going on and on for mm-hmm. hours talking about this, but I want to be respectful of your time and our audience's time here. So as we wrap this up, I'm going to give you one final thing. Obviously, we've got a lot of training experts out here that certainly are going to get a lot of great tips from what you've shared. But if you had to leave them one other training tip to just help them take their training to the next level, what would you like to leave everybody here with? Um, Develop the relationships within your organization. You can't do anything without those relationships. And it starts with you. So do what you can out of the box. Get people out of their offices. Take them out for an ice cream or bring in an ice cream social. Um, it will do wonders for the type of work you have to do. Ice cream socials. I love that, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Michelle, thank you again for joining us. It's been a pleasure to catch up with you. A lot of great information. Thank you to our audience for joining us for this episode of Training Unleashed. Please continue to come back for other episodes where we're going to have other great people like Michelle sharing great information with you. So thank you all and all have a super day. Take care. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.